You are going to be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you so much for joining us for The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon. Always happy to talk to all of our My Talkers out there and everyone who is also following us online at MyTalk1071.com if they're listening to this as a podcast. Because here at The Mom Show, we save you so much time because you always need to look up things that will help you with all sorts of things in your momhood and in your My Talkerhood. And sometimes you just don't get enough time to actually get all that information. So we have a rotating panel of experts that come in and provide you with answers and guidelines and help you get on the road to knowledge that will help you throughout your life. And mm-hmm. so today we are going to help you get financially fit. Thanks to our friends from Clear Step Financial. Cassandra Brazier is always here with us when we were talking that also from MomsTalkMoney.com. Yep. Happy New Year and good morning. Happy New Year. Thanks, and Shannon. Finally, I'm very excited, Cassandra. Yes. Because I have seen her online. <laughs> I have talked to her on the phone on AL and you talk about her often mm-hmm. also joining us this morning carla zevnik cypher say the stage for a moment cypher we're yes. gonna turn your mic on right there that red belt and for me right there there yes. we go carla okay zevnik cypher cypher yes there we go and so you are finally here with us carla i, I am and i'm excited to be here today thank I you i am very happy that you are both here because we like to remind people how clear step works mm-hmm. and uh, cassandra you've talked before about why you got into being a financial advisor especially mm-hmm. since this is still an industry that still is predominantly led by men right and so to be able to have that female perspective and how you you say all the time how you got involved so i'll let you share that story again sure sure um, and it is. I, I it's been uh, it's been a privilege for me to be able to grow up and have a mother that mm-hmm. has been a financial advisor. Um, she's been an advisor now for over twenty five years, and to be able to have her expertise and her knowledge. I mean, she was my mentor and trainer as I was entering into this industry, um, and she's just been a phenomenal influence to so many advisors and so forth. And and being able to help coach and direct and, and train someone who's who's coming into this industry. So it's really, it's been wonderful. We've worked together for my entire career and and we're excited to be doing this here together, but I'll let her go ahead and share a little bit more on, on her background and, and in this industry and why she's here. Right. I'm excited to be here. So thank you. And our process here and our focus is to educate and teach about money and finance. Right. And to help people through their journey with their own financial goals. And so We'll go through, I know, today uh, some of the steps that we focus on. And so I'm excited Mm -hmm. to be here. But I got into the industry because I wanted to teach and educate about money and finance. That's why Mm -hmm. I got into the industry years and years ago. So was this your second career or a third career? Which, uh, How far Um, along in your journey did you become a financial advisor, Carla? I have a background in education. And so that's primarily why I focus on the educational part. Because if you can teach and educate about the different concepts of money and finance to help reach financial goals. Mm-hmm. People will be able to reach it that much faster and achieve those goals in their lifetime, mm-hmm. including retirement. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is ultimately what people would like to focus on is to get to retirement. It could be at any age when you have enough money to achieve financial independence. Some people will 
will really work longer and longer. Some people can do it sooner based on their mm-hmm. monies that they have. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's one of our top focuses there is to really help people there. You know, people want, they're concerned and they want to be able to uh, not outlive their money, right? right? Mm-hmm. You want your money to be there throughout your whole life. So those yeah. are some of our goals. Well, and if you have any questions today, we encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We do remind everybody that we want to make sure that this is general information. We encourage you to talk to your own financial advisor and that all of our information today, remember, securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investments, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Yeah, well, one fun fact I, that I think is is neat to note is that Carla is actually the president of our group of advisors, mm-hmm. um, as well as our group is uh, largely a lot of women. We have men too. We have men advisors and women, but we have, I think, more women advisors than what you'll find with most um, financial advising groups out there. So that's kind of neat. And what's really interesting is more and more as I'm sitting down with people, especially women, their um, how they share. I really wanted to work with a woman advisor. Right. And I didn't necessarily know who to talk to and I didn't know who to reach out to. And they're just happy and and it's and who like a trust. relief, right. right? And relieved that they can find someone that they can trust and work with. And I think especially once you get to a certain age, because I happen to be in my 40s, I was just having this conversation over cocktails last week with two of my <laughs> female friends. And I was like, well, they had some questions. We were just kicking around some ideas. And I was like, you need to talk to a financial advisor. They go, no, mm-hmm. I don't want a guy telling me what to do. And I was like, I said a financial advisor. I know two women. <laughs> I'm going to see them this weekend. And I gave them their information and uh, because mm-hmm. we kind of just default to that's not what's done. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think people even know where to look. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that we get right. to tell your story of what you do at Clear Step Financial because you work with men as mm-hmm. well. You do all yep. of these things. It's just always uh, something that's drawing people is finding someone who communicates in a style and manner that works for you. Right. You know, just because you talk to one financial advisor and you're like, okay, I didn't like the way that they communicated with me doesn't mean that uh, working with a financial planner doesn't work. Right. It's just maybe you had someone that doesn't put it in the sort of terms that you you need them to mm-hmm. put it in so you can actually thrive. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So why did we decide that we were going to cover how to get financially fit today? Well, I think it's a very common uh, goal or right. New Year's resolution to do a lot of things to get fit, healthier, get on track in certain areas, try and improve yourself in a certain way. And I think your finances are certainly one of those things that I hear from a lot of people, like you said, in conversations or or when people come in to meet with us that they've been meaning to, they've been wanting to, kind of like a lot of, you know, maybe a lot of other goals that we have out there that we're, we're always trying to work towards. And I think no matter where people are in their financial path, uh, there there can be ways to improve typically. I think in, in almost all areas of our life, we're always looking for improvements. So we wanted to look at some different common areas that people can improve in, in different ways within their financial picture. Yeah, and our goal is to help people to get started or if they're there to help them to take it to the next level, get the next step. Uh, what do you need to do? There's so much that we can offer and that's why we're here to see how we can help people. I right. know often when we're talking to people about when they have like a health goal or a fitness goal, that they start things, they might have a particular goal in mind, but maybe it's not a bite-sized chunk or something mm-hmm. they can actually achieve, so they give up. Do you find that people do similar things with their finances where they set some, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and you're like, well, maybe you should start with A, B, and C. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the big things, too, is it's helping people where they're at. Okay. So it's helping people to take whatever the next step is in their situation 
And if it's setting some bite-sized goals, like Mm -hmm. you said, and helping people. But I think, again, if it hasn't been a habit, whatever area they're trying to improve on, then sometimes having some help, right? If you're trying to get fit and you have a coach or uh, someone holding you accountable, it can be that much easier and that much more likely that you'll reach that goal, right? Is that what you find too, Carla? And life is a journey, right? Mm -hmm. Financial goals, reaching them. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, once you get there, you're there. It's all through our entire life. And so we help people every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And that's why we named our firm Clear Step Financial, helping people every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we have some very specific um, points that we're going to go throughout the show. But if somebody is going to set up their initial meeting with you, Carla mm-hmm. and Cassandra, so what information do I need to start with? If I go, you know what, today's the day I'm going to set up this appointment. Mm-hmm. What am I going to tell people that they should start collecting right now so they can come to you and be prepared to have the conversation? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. One of the things we'll do typically is once we set up a time with someone, we will send them the form that we use to be able to gather information. So it gives people an idea of what we'll be talking about and going through. But right now people are getting their year-end statements for their investment accounts and so forth. And those are all helpful because it's so interesting that people, sometimes we meet with people and they'll say, I have this, I have this, I have this. And then you look at the statements and it's, it's actually this and this. (laughs) So they were kind of right, right, but it's a different language. And that's okay because, you know, this is our industry. It's the language we speak so we can interpret it and and understand it. That's why having actual statements is helpful. Just having the clearest picture. Now, I've also met with people and they say, well, I have to fill in all this information before we can meet. And that's not necessarily the case either. Okay. But but it does just give people a good starting point of what information to gather and and what to be able to have prepared. Right. So statements, uh, we look at uh, just income expenses. Mm -hmm. We look at their where they're at in their life. Sometimes people will come to us at retirement. I'm ready to retire. What do I do? I've been taking care of my finances all my life. Some people come to us earlier and say, how do I get there? What do I need to do? So Mm -hmm. all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, but statements, income expenses, um, and we can help people. And I think this good to remind people that if they don't come with all of that stuff, you're not going to throw them out of your office. Right. Because I remember you and I were supposed to meet Cassandra and I had 75% 75% of the stuff done. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, should I call and cancel? You're like, no, come in. It's fine. And it, so she, you'd not, she did not throw me out. Carly. She was very kind. That's good. She was very kind. And she like gave me a little pat, yeah. like a mom ish pat on the back. Like you tried. Um, so, no. <laughs> but no, we are going to cover some great tips on how to get financially fit in 2019. When we return, courtesy of our friends, Car- uh, Cassandra Brazier and caller Zyphic Seifser from financial. They're both financial advisors from clear step financial. Don't worry, Carla. At the end of the show, <laughs> I'm going to be it. rolling that off my tongue. That's okay. Zebnik Seifser. Zebnik Seifser. <laughs> and we're also going to take your questions as well. Again, you can contact us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on The Mom. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. Easily found also at MyTalk1071.com. Just make sure you use the keyword Mom Show. If you want to be a part of The Mom Show, we encourage you to contact us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We are going to go to the phones very soon. But again, I want to remind everybody that we are joined this morning from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik-Seifer are here this morning. So glad to have you. The fantastic 
fantastic mother-daughter duo mm-hmm. of financial advisors and fiduciary expertise. Yes. yes. I'm very happy to have yes. you. Thank you. And Thank you. so, again, it's a matter of uh, navigating this alphabet soup that we have with our finances and things mm-hmm. that are going on. So we are going to cover some ways to get financially fit in 2019. But ladies, yes. do you mind if we go to the phones first? Because we yes, do have Angela sure. on the line. Absolutely. Angela, thank you for being a part of the Mom Show. Angela, what is your question for Carla and Cassandra? Oh, thanks. It's kind of a two-parter. Um, if I came into your office <clears throat> and I didn't have everything because I don't know my financial history, mm-hmm. um, could you look that up? and by my social security or angela if we can we take you where you're at and we have ways to gather to gather the information that we need we would sit down together and do that together so okay i was just irresponsible in my college years and i think that's, I have some credit card debt out there that i don't even know that's coming in so right right we would help you, you help with that wherever you're at we would help you we don't know how we can help until we sit down and gather some information and that's fantastic that you're even starting with the call angela because mm-hmm. a lot of people will just like we do that ostrich thing and you just put your head in the sand and act mm-hmm. like you don't you know, you're like, if I don't address it, it'll just go away. And mm-hmm. so being proactive is great, yes. Angela. Yes. Yep, I'm trying to get rid of everything. And I was just wondering another about a student loan that um, they wanted me to take pictures of my um, uh, work stubs. Well, and Angela, we don't know how you can help you, how we can help you, but I would recommend to give us a call, go online, um, and then we can gather information and we can see how we can help from there. Oh, but is that a protocol, though, that they do that? Because I guess it's a scammer. System. Oh, we, so when the fact that oh, you were saying, oh, someone that. is asking you to send in pictures of your... Yeah. Does that happen? That does... Uh, I could see why she would be leery of pictures. Send pictures of your pay stubs. Well, I, wouldn't re- I would not recommend sending any pictures of your pay stubs. I, oh, would, I did. Well, and, well and, and it may be a requirement. It may not be. And again, okay. we don't know. We would verify together if you would like us to help you with that. Oh, definitely. I'd love to make an appointment with you guys. So, Angela, why don't you hold on? Our producer, Sonia, will get all your information, and Cassandra and Carla will follow up with you. Great. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's great that she called in because, you know, Mm -hmm. we are kind of at that point where you do get, and we did a whole episode where we talked about different scams that might be out there, Mm -hmm. especially regarding Social Security and those. Yes. And so, yes, everything, they're very good at presenting these things like you have to mm-hmm. right and cassandra you've shared before that it's like quite often that's not how it works if you right. feel uncomfortable about it it's always right. good to go i'm going to put them on pause right anything that they're trying right. to make me do right now anything mm-hmm. they're trying to make me right. pay give any information right now right you were even saying carla just now you're going well let's sit down right. and talk about it we need to verify right. it right uh, everything needs to be verified before we do things that are uncomfortable or i think it's always good to question in today's world mm-hmm. and that seems like a good protocol that if somebody calls and says you have to you go no i'm going to talk to my person i mean i'm going to call my expert and they may not like that answer because maybe you know you guys deal with these situations all the time and if you don't you probably know someone who's an expert in that particular field but it's always good to question good to question it is because sometimes things they may seem plausible and people who are trying to do scams they've obviously got a good story and they know that it works with some people so that's why they use that story right Yes. Well, Angela seems like the perfect caller for what you guys are talking about today, about mm-hmm. how we're starting that road. She's thought about it before. Yep. She's now ready to start taking some action, some first steps. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what you guys are going to cover this morning anyway, yes. is how to start that. So it's a part of what we do. We do a much bigger 
a broader aspect of it too, but mm-hmm. that is part of what we do. Yes. Just helping people just start on the road. So yes. as they're sitting there listening and they're going, what can I do to begin the road to beginning financially fit in 2019? Where should we tell them to start, ladies? Mm-hmm. Wherever you're at. <laughs> so one of the first places and one of the first things we talk about with people is just being able to have as much cash flow available as possible, as mm-hmm. much discretionary income. And you talk about wants versus needs. Well, emergency fund and and the first step really is is looking at what your wants and needs are. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the process of saving and getting out of debt, you're going to want to stick with your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're beyond that, then you can incorporate wants. Wants are things you don't really need, but you get them anyway. So that's that's income versus expenses right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 101. And there are sometimes like when you talked about that initial form that you have people fill out, it does help you kind of just bullet point out, is it a want or is it a need? Like mm-hmm. you just get accustomed to going, well, I need to have all of the digital services, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> or I need to spend this money on my hair. I need, do you really though? Or is there mm-hmm. something else you can do? Well, so, and we mm-hmm. do not judge. Right. No, we <laughs> we're don't. Not, we're not That's judging. Not we, we're just right. we just you help people. You can them. call it a need, but you need right. to make those decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. right? People right. need to make their own but decisions. But a good exercise I recommend for people, doesn't matter how much you make, and it doesn't matter what you do with the information you gather, but you can track your expenses for 30 days if you really just want to have a good handle on where everything's going okay then you have knowledge then you can look and say i'm spending this much over here like you said do i need or want to do that should i continue yes no you could make decisions and that's how i find a lot of people can actually free up money just by looking at their picture Mm -hmm. and just making calculated decisions on what they're going to continue to do what they because if if people have a, a driving reason of needing to free up cash then what I find is people can get creative and find ways to do it, but they have to have a reason to want to. Right. I have seen people retire, make a decision for retirement, and automatically lower their lifestyle. It's amazing how people will adjust to where they want to be mm-hmm. with their right. financial goals. It's At, quite amazing, actually. And you get more comfortable based you upon do. when you go, I have a reason for doing mm-hmm. this. Yes, you do. Well, we always encourage you to be a part of the conversation here on The Mom Show. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We're going to go back to the phones. Uh, We have some more questions for our experts, Cassandra and Carla from ClearStep Financial. Fran, thank you very much for being a part of The Mom Show. So, Fran, what is your question for our experts? And, Fran, can you please turn your radio down for me, and then you can go ahead and ask your question, please. Sure. Thank you. Wonderful. I know we sounded great, so I'm glad that you had you were listening to us. But let's turn it down and go ahead with your question, Fran. Oh, hi. Uh, my question is: Is it a good financial decision to empty off my mod, uh, my finances and pay off my mortgage, or not? Well, getting out of debt is always good, <laughs> but we don't know your whole picture either, Fran. So. Uh, that might be something if you want to get more information, maybe we can sit down and talk. But getting out of debt, being mortgage-free uh, debt is always good. But when you're working on your debt, you may also want to make sure you're saving. If you're working in a 401k, you got Roth IRAs, we don't know what you qualify for. But while you're paying off uh, your debt, your mortgage, it would be a good idea to save as well. Mm-hmm. It's good to be okay. to have different buckets, have different right. things. And so, one of one of our goals is life insurance too. So those ah. are all pieces that we need to look at uh, to just make sure that you're on the right path and 
but that's a good goal. Paying so Cassandra off and Carla, when you're talking to someone like Fran, like Fran, are you saying that that is an option you could maybe like just work mostly to pay off your mortgage and maybe put some other things kind of more on the back burner? Right. So when mortgage is out of the picture, maybe I can get some other stuff done. Well, well, without going into detail on your mortgage, we do recommend once you're working on paying off your mortgage to also save if you're working, if you have a match, a Roth IRA. Those are all things we look at, but we would not know to recommend just to pay off your mortgage unless we get more information. Because in right. general, when we are helping people like Fran and Frank, Fran, thank you very much for calling. We also have her information so we can follow up with you later. Is that okay, Fran? That's correct. Perfect. All right, we'll follow nice up with you. Nice to meet you, Fran. I know we have some additional callers. We're going to have to go to break in just a moment, and we'll come back to them. But when you are helping people become financially fit, right. how do you help them prioritize well, in so, general? How do yeah. you prioritize taking down that debt? Here's the thing. There needs to be, if people are only focused, like I was meeting with, with some people here just this last week, and one of the things we talked about is it's important to be saving, like Carla said, and building up some kind of an emergency fund, which they didn't have really much there yet, while they're paying down their debt. Because here's otherwise what happens is people can find that they don't have anything in their savings because they're focusing so much on their debt, but then something happens, right? right. You need new tires. Uh, the water heater goes out. Something happens where you all of a sudden have this expense. And if you don't have anything in your emergency fund, your savings, you put it on the debt. Okay. You continue to have that cycle. So you basically, so you basically kind of like uh, tank your own process. You can. Because you were paying off the debt, but now you're going to have more debt that is higher than what you were probably going to be able to pay down. Right. So it can be a cycle because how many of us have gone through our whole lives without ever having an emergency? Right. Yeah. (laughs) It does not happen. I wish. Buy a lottery ticket, right? (laughs) You are the only one. So that's why I think it's important for people to have some different buckets, have have a a sound financial foundation throughout your whole life. Yes. This is when you reach retirement as well. Have right. those, have those have different, have different buckets. buckets. And that's what we look at. We try and help people look across the board, not just, you know, not just, you know, tunnel vision, right? Right. Well, when we get back, we're going to go to the phones. I know Brittany's on hold. Thank you for calling, Brittany. We'll be back with you in just a minute. We're also going to give you some more tips on how to get financially fit in 2019, courtesy of Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik Cypher from Clear Step Financial. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, joined from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier, also here this morning. Carla Zevnik Seifer, thank you very Hello. much for joining us, ladies. Yes, thank you. We are helping people get financially fit in 2019, and we yes, are taking we are. your calls as well. I'm so glad that people call in because this is something that a lot of times, you know, I know there's things that are going on in the news, and a lot of times you go, does that apply to me? Mm-hmm. And you're not sure, but you know that you, you know, maybe want to know more and you probably get a little paralyzed because you're like, I, I feel like the kind of people that get financial planners and financial advisors, those are, that's a Kardashian problem. I, I live in <laughs> Or Egan. you Google it right. and then you think, well, now I really don't even know what exactly. to do. <laughs> so we encourage you to take that first step. Go ahead and talk to a financial advisor. Get somebody to give you some expert advice and if mm-hmm. nothing else, tell you the right kind of questions that you should ask of other people. Is mm-hmm. that right, Good. ladies? Yes. Absolutely. Wonderful. So we also encourage you to call us at 651-641-1071. Before we get back into these tips on how to get financially fit in 2019 we're going to go back to the phones yes mm-hmm. so Brittany, thank you so much for holding through that break i know it was a long stretch there Brittany, thank you for calling what's your question hi i'm wondering what kind of costs i should expect to incur um either long-term or short-term 
uh, mm-hmm. by hiring a financial advisor? Yep, that's a great question, Brittany. So thank you for calling. So it really, when when you work with a financial advisor, and I'm going to speak in general terms first, and then I'm going to talk about how we operate. There are different ways that, you know, it's a, it's a service that you are hiring someone to do. So you're right, there will be a cost somewhere. Some advisors work purely on what they do for you initially. It's just a transaction base. So whatever they help you with, that's how they get paid. Some advisors are what's called fee-based, and they'll just charge a flat fee based on what they're doing for you. And some advisors just work on an hourly basis, almost like an attorney. So there's different ways that advisors can work. We can work in any of those areas, and it really depends on what situation you have. So let's say, for example, if you had a need for some life insurance, if you had a need for, um, if you had a rollover that you needed help or several, I mean, it's not common that people have three or four jobs that they've left and they have old 401ks. So depending on what you needed and then where it was most appropriate to help you put those funds would kind of depend on, and, and your comfort level would depend on the fee structure there. It's not out of pocket though. And most of the most of the company we get paid by the companies we represent. We do. So it doesn't come out of the client's pocket. It comes right. out of the companies we represent, and, and that's how we and get paid. What we do initially is we do an initial consultation that's complimentary. So we can give you a pretty good idea of a few different areas that we might see by meeting, or maybe tell you, I think you're on track here, and we really there's nothing there that we would be able to help you with, but over here we might be able to help you. So usually when we sit down the first time with people, and, and again, that's complimentary anyway, we are able to have a pretty good idea of, right. of where there might be some areas that could be um, enhanced for you. And, and so, Brittany, I think I have a follow-up question for you too, Brittany. Thank you for calling. So is it sometimes, do people work with you on like a, we'll say, we'll, we'll use the the um, example of like a personal trainer. Like mm-hmm. do they like meet with you on a regular basis yes. sometimes mm-hmm. to work through a plan? Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Okay. And that depends on where they're at. Some people are real very close to retirement or at yeah. retirement and we need to sit down with them frequently mm-hmm. throughout the year to make sure we're on track. Uh, depends on where the markets are at. And that's all part of our services and things. So when people right. become clients, that's just part of what we do. We do right. retirement planning. We look at how they're going to draw income, where you're going to draw it from, when should you, when be most efficient to take your social security, how much, you know, should you look at there or should you wait? There's, mm-hmm. there's so many things that factor into that. Right. So, but Brittany, that, that's a really good question. But um, like Carla said too, it's, it's not an out of pocket fee that you have to pay. And, it's something that can just help you get everything organized and in one place and you have someone to call and, right. and you can have a resource there. Right. That's how we've structured our business for over 25 years. Wonderful. And so, Brittany, does that answer your question? It does. Thank oh, you. And thank I look you. forward to setting up a consult. Thanks, Brittany. Wonderful. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks for calling. We look forward to meeting you. And I think it's Thanks. wonderful the way that she asked that question and in a way you guys explained it because you guys are also fiduciaries. So mm-hmm. can you explain like, we, you know, because now we just heard that, you know, okay, I'm not the one that's paying you, but you're still working in my best interest, right? right. Okay. Shannon, Correct. I love that you know that term. Did you <laughs> bring that up often? That's a good term. No, it is. And you sound I learned it from you, savvy. Cassandra. You yes. sound very savvy saying, and you're a fiduciary. It just rolls right off. So, but you're absolutely right mm-hmm. and a fiduciary uh, you know means that we are at the highest standard and that we are held to that because of our licensing that we hold right. and that we have everything we do and recommend has to be in the best interest of the client absolutely right so not Joe yes. so even though there's somebody that it might be in your best interest to go I get a I get a bigger bonus if I do this Correct. for this company that's not what you guys do you right. work on behalf of right. the client Correct. absolutely and we have for 
a longer period than probably most advisors out there. With, mm-hmm. You have to have a special fiduciary license for that, yeah. and we've had that for for years and years and years. Right, right. Well, when we were talking about how to get financially fit in 2019, we kind of went through, where we, you know, rein in your spending some. We talked about debt, you know, some. And we also talked about the emergency fund. Right, we had so a great question can we clarify that. the emergency fund a little bit and then maybe mm-hmm. go on to one of the other things? I yeah. know that if, you want to talk about life if, insurance. I've been friends with you right. now oh, for a while, Shannon. Cassandra. Fiduciary I know it's coming. life insurance. I know it's coming. <laughs> It'll be here soon. So yeah. let's just clear that emergency fund up again because mm-hmm. it's, you know, having that about how much mm-hmm. is one of those things I think we need to remind people. Yep. Okay. There's a couple of things on that. So you want to have about three to six months of your monthly expenses. So think about what your actual expenses are. You don't necessarily need to add in some of those ones that we were talking okay. about. Like if you have a $500 shopping spree every month that you yes. do, because <laughs> if something happened, if you were out of a job or if income wasn't coming in, you maybe would be able to cut that out. Right. right? So if you at least could cover your pure living expenses, so having rent or three mortgage, to six months, car right? payments, food, food. Yeah. Okay. Keeping the lights on, right. Keep mm-hmm. heat. Yes. This weather. Let's not forget that. And Carla, this can tell you how good a job yes. Cassandra has been, has been doing yes. since you weren't here. It's like, not only can I say fiduciary, I, this is, that's <laughs> not that the emergency fund isn't what freaks me out. Right. We did an episode where she was talking about how much money you should have in your savings yes. based upon what decade you were in life. Mm-hmm. That's the one that panicked oh, everybody. I got so many emails about that. Oh boy. <laughs> They're like, wait, you know, so I'm good with that. Three to six months. We can work on that. That's like months, a reasonable amount. Six months. Savings. Yep. And then sometimes we sit down with people and they have, a lot more than that in their savings. They might have two years worth right. of oh, their goodness. expenses. So we, we encourage people to do is set aside your emergency fund, put that in a separate bucket, mm-hmm. take the other monies and let's get that, let's help that, uh, help you uh, set up Maybe it's some more savings, or you can use part of it for retirement or, or a midterm you know, account. Midterm accounts. Okay. Correct. Those are things we do. Now, Unexpected. one other tip, one other tip on that. You want to have something completely liquid, like in your maybe your bank savings, but I really strongly recommend people to do online savings right now. We've talked about that yes. too, because you can get over 2% on a lot of online savings accounts out there. I, if people ask me, I use Synchrony, so I'm most familiar with that. Mm-hmm. I know Goldman Sachs has some good ones. So it's, you can use what you are used to or you like, but make sure Correct. you're fine. You can find something that's at least 2% right now. Make sure you're not at your local bank getting point point 0.1, two, yeah. 0.2%, point and nothing. With those online accounts, yes. Cassandra and Carla, mm-hmm. are those usually something where there's an auto draw from one of my other accounts or do I send the money? How do those you normally work You can do it however people? you want to. Okay. You can set it up. You can do an ongoing for most of them. Okay. Um, now, I'm a baby boomer mm-hmm. and I do not use online accounts. Okay. So... I'm telling you my recommendation. Here's the other side of it. it. I'm the other side that I will go to a local credit union. I like to be local. I don't like to use something uh, large firm, Mm -hmm. large bank. I've had a number of clients that have gone to smaller companies or smaller banks or credit unions closer to them so that they... If they feel like it, they can go there and just get the cash themselves. And go talk to Terry. Yeah. Go know, talk go to say, Terry. Go right. how Terry is. Right. Get some cookies. <laughs> right. like, I bank with a credit union, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So I get it. It's very nice when you walk in there like, hello, I need you to sign this and <laughs> notarize right. this for me, please, Terry. Yeah. So I get that, you know. Yes. So, And I appreciate that we do have those different perspectives mm-hmm. because, you know, we can understand that we are all in different uh, parts of our journey. Mm-hmm. But we also... 
work differently with our money. Like, yeah, and there right. are different ways that we need again to. And they're like, both good. Yeah, different levels of good. comfort. And I think that Correct. this is great that we're even learning about Clear Step Financial that are like, okay, well, let's see what kind. What's your methodology, and that you guys can go. Well, here's the type of advisor that you should work with. That's in our firm, even mm-hmm. who right. speaks the language that's right. best for you. Mm-hmm. Right. That is fantastic. Right. So, yeah. right. all right, Cassandra. Before we go to break, I know we have time to hit your favorite thing in the world. <laughs> well, if you think it's my favorite thing, you haven't heard from her yet. Okay, here we go. That's <laughs> true. Okay, so let's. Let's cover before we go to break. We can start talking about life insurance and why we should get it. So, Carla, why? Well, let's let's uh, talk briefly about it. Life insurance. I've al- I always say it's a gift of love. Mm-hmm. It's, Have you heard me say that? She says it's that a gift often. Of love. And she gives you credit for it every time, Carla. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been one person, no matter how old they are, that doesn't wish they had it or had more of it because right. they know it's the one thing that will go directly beneficiary, direct beneficiary to their loved ones, even if their loved ones are adults. Mm-hmm. Um, there's grandchildren that need college funding. There's their adult children that sometimes could use that benefit mm-hmm. um, there's our children children under the age of 18 all the way through nowadays it takes kids until they're 30 something to get established because right. of the debt college debt and all of that so it's a gift of love no matter how you look at it i like to see permanent life insurance okay i like to see it at a young age if you can because you're insurable most of the time i've met people that are insurable one year and the next year they're not. Right. They have cancer, mm-hmm. they have whatever, and now it takes them, it costs them that Even much diabetes. more. Even diabetes. I mean, okay. that's not, diabetes. a lot of yep. times that's not life-threatening, but right. that can really impact cost what more. you qualify mm-hmm. for. Cost right. more, right. And so if you do have one of those uh, uh, we can still additional get factors. It. Yes, mm-hmm. we can still get it. Usually, would you tell people, no, you should still work that into the equation as quickly as possible? It depends, but okay. I, I do recommend it. I what with my kids, even when they were uh, in teenagers, I got them permanent life insurance. We price it very well, so it's mm-hmm. not expensive. It's very inexpensive. Um, and then we use term as well. Term on top of a permanent. It's like a foundation in a house. You want a strong foundation, mm-hmm. and then you build on top of that. Permanent life insurance is a foundation, and you put term on top of that for your needs during your children, uh, maybe specific times of life. Your children are young. Your children are in college. You want to set up a 20, 30-year term on top of that right. uh, just for a period of time. And just to and give I people an idea. To, yeah, I would love to go deeper into the difference between permanent and um, term life mm-hmm. insurance, but we do have to go to break first. So mm-hmm. can we put a pin in that and we get yes. back? We're going to explain that to everybody. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you. We're also willing to take your calls. We encourage you to be part of the mom show the number again is 651-641-1071 we'll be right back with cassandra brazier and carla zevnik cypher from clear step financial when we get back welcome back to the mom show on my talk 1071 find this and previous episodes at my talk 1071.com keyword mom show cassandra brazier and carla zevnik cypher from Hi. clear step financial are here with us and i know we want real quickly because we're going to end up having to do a whole show on life insurance right there are so many questions i think so, so. Um, yes I, you know and i know if i have questions all the my talkers out there listening have questions <laughs> too because i can always just call you know, Cassandra yes. and go, what does this mean? <laughs> and everybody out there, they can call Cassandra as well. They can call mm-hmm. you and Carla. What's the best way actually for them to get a hold of you? They can reach us at 651-328-0993. They can go to clearstepfinancial.com and uh, send in a, a question or a request or a comment and get a question answered or be able to set up a time with us. So there are a few ways they can reach out and we can go from there and schedule something. Wonderful. And Carla, you were talking about uh, life insurance and we talked about permanent and term. So quickly, what's the difference between those two 
Thanks. Yes, yes. I always say term insurance is like renting a house okay. or renting an apartment. It ends eventually. It's not yours. Okay. And it ends in 20. You can do a 10-year. You can do a 15, 20, a 20 and 30-year term. It does end eventually. Okay. Only 2% of all term ever pays out. I do like term insurance, though. I would get as much as you can in your group insurance through work. Uh, term insurance is, is great, but I like it on top of permanent. Okay. You can get permanent. Permanent insurance will be with you for your whole life. It's like whole life they have universal life they have index policies they have variable contracts they're all yeah, permanent we can policies get into okay. explaining some of the ins right, and outs of right. those, but we'll, we'll explain where deeper. they're appropriate okay right another Perfect. time so we know if we in the meantime if we were just going to call an insurance broker if we know somebody like our next door neighbor does insurance we need to say talk to me first about permanent insurance yeah. gotcha but here's the thing well, though, shannon real quick on this yes. term is not equal across all playing fields so oh. i've had clients come in that they just were they just applied for term and we look at, we shop it, yes. right? We shop it across yeah. tons of companies. So I can get almost the same amount of term for half of what it costs someone wow. for other. Oh. It's not Correct. all equal. Okay. So permanent too. Permanent. We per, can, we for, can price yeah, very permanent low. Too, okay. But sometimes people think, well, it's term. That's what they were talking about. Yes. Right? Not all term is created right. equal. Not all permanent is created equal. Correct. All right. Yep. You're right. We do need to do uh, at least a half yes. a show, a half a show yes. on life insurance. <laughs> and I know you both will get so much joy out of that. Yes. So that'll be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I do enjoy talking about moving on to like wills and trusts and yes. retirement and all those things. So I know that once we start getting to the concept of planning for what's going to happen uh, after you move into your retirement journey. People kind of get mm-hmm. a little jazzed. That's the part that they seem to like, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's okay. Once we start talking about wills, everybody goes, womp, womp, and they get sad because they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I find it very empowering. I'm mm-hmm. happy to talk about it. But as far as like when we tar- start having that conversation, so Carla, what do you want to cover? Because I know we're going to have to like wrap up soon. Do we do wills and trusts or do we do retirement let's, let's savings? Let's just talk about retirement. Okay. Retirement is ultimately a goal for most people. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. most people, a, a good percent, if you don't know what to do, usually is 10 to 15 percent to mm-hmm. put aside. Uh, sometimes 401ks now offer Roth options. That right. might be a good option. Take advantage of the matches that you have. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, if you qualify, you could do a Roth outside of work as well. Max Maximize those. Government gives us tax-free you know it's not and they just increased the limit too they just increased five hundred dollars everyone five hundred dollars more for 50 or for under 50 50 and over is another so you can do seven thousand well six thousand for under 50 seven thousand if you're over over 50 and you have to qualify so you have to be within the income limits but i know we had talked before about having a traditional ira versus a roth ira yes and i know that it's specific based upon what your scenario is but in general am i trying to like always get my traditional to let's say it's me and i'm Mm -hmm. like 45 and i have a traditional ira that has a pot of like we'll just say 30 grand is that Mm -hmm. a good round number Mm -hmm. cassandra and carla okay okay. should i leave that as a traditional or should i start moving it well converting it to a roth yes so we look at those we have cpas that we work with that will do tax scenarios okay so that we can see if it makes sense Today to okay. do a conversion, but a lot if of people you're willing to pay the taxes. It can make sense sometimes, right? Right. 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 You just it, have to know you're going to pay taxes on whatever you convert. Got right. it. And a lot of people don't realize this, but in your 401k, you do not. There's no income qualification to invest in a Roth. Okay. Any income 
as long as it's offered in your 401k. And again, we're not tax advisors. Right. Uh, we're financial advisors. However, we do have CPAs, accountants, attorneys that work with us. Yes. So if those are some of the questions and things you have, we can still help. And then what's nice is that we can coordinate those conversations with those people. So they're looking at all the areas, not right. just one segment of your right. picture. Right. So, so basically, you're the spoke of the pinwheel. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. So part of retirement is investing and saving. And then part of it is income planning. So mm-hmm. when you get within... Uh, five, 10, 15 years of retirement, you're really, you're really but buckling down and right. saving and you're, you're looking at uh, what time you can save. How you, is it Medicare? Is it, do you wait for full retirement benefits? Do you wait for 65? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you take social security at 62? Do you wait until 70? Do you right. keep mm-hmm. working? Uh, more and more people are working longer. They're picking up part-time jobs. They're paying off their mortgages before they retire. There's a lot of uh, key things there to be comfortable and secure. Don't we all want to be secure in retirement? And I do appreciate that you say maybe you did a different job. Like maybe it's okay. You've had, you know, you've, you've had the same job for 15, the last 10, 15 years of your life pre-retirement. And you're like, okay, maybe I want to go on a different journey. So you could do something part-time that's a little more fun-ish. More and more people are doing this. More and more people are that when they first sit down with us, I've had this happen many, many times here where people will say, I just want to, I want to get out of this job as quickly as I can. I want to, I want to retire at 60 and then we'll talk and I'll say, well, what are you going to do then? Well, I'll probably work somewhere else part-time. I really love this and I want to do that. And then I'll say, okay, then that's all part of our planning because then you may not need to start drawing for many years after that. So let's work that into the picture for you. And we have concerns in the market. You know, there's, uh, we don't have a recession necessarily based on the economic uh, companies and, and programs that we follow that are very accurate out there, probably not in the very near future, but we will have recessions. We will have drawdowns. We will possibly even have in 10 years a Great Depression is what is what economic companies and programs are, are sharing with us. So a lot of concern out there to do income retirement and income planning. So also a great time for people to start getting financially fit to sit down with you both from ClearStep Financial. So get all of that information. I know you have some events that go on throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And so the best place for them to get that information is what? ClearStepFinancial.com? Go to the website. Yeah, there will be all all the information. You can register on our website, ClearStepFinancial.com. You can, again, reach out, ask a question, uh, request to set up a time with us. There's a lot of also there's a lot of resources and information on the website, too. Um, there's just, yeah, that's a good, it's a good tool to have. And I'd like to say one other thing too, for the, my talkers out there, and this is one of my focuses this year is look at, do you have your powers of attorneys in place? Do you have your power of healthcare in place? Do you have a will? Maybe you need a trust instead. So we work with attorneys that specialize in these areas and we can help you with that. We have a, a professional group that we work with. So, but one of my focuses, because I know, I have my power of attorney in my glove compartment. I have my power of health care in my glove compartment. Uh, Also, what if you have, uh, once a child reaches 18, people don't realize this, but if they go into the hospital, they're in college, you cannot... Uh, talk parents cannot talk to the hospital. Oh my there's gosh, HIPAA, power there's attorney. HIPAA rules and there's, things that will prevent yes. the doctors from being able to share all good information. information. All good information. All good. I'm glad that we're going to be able to cover this when we have you guys back on the mom so show. So much to talk about. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank, Thank you, you for Carla. having us. We Call encourage if we can you. Help you. Clear fast, clearstepfinancial.com or mytalk1071.com keyword mom show.